What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of Real Deal No Chill. Real Deal No Chill. Um, again, I want to thank everybody that's been liking and subscribing to um, all of our um, networks that we have out there. Remember, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we have a special guest in the building. Hello. We have the <laughs> realtor, Amber Dorsey. Hey, how are y'all doing? Good. Yes, good. we are doing Happy good. Happy to have you here. Yes. I'm excited to be here. You can hear me. No. <laughs> it takes some getting yeah, used to. It takes some getting we used to. Yeah. Some in front of you. Exactly. <laughs> we are extremely excited to have you here. First of all, I would like to say I'm happy to see a um, a minority out here doing her thing as an entrepreneur. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Um, in the last episode, we talked about um, do you need a degree to be successful? Mm-hmm. So I guess my first question is, did you have your degree in real estate? I don't. I actually have my degree in broadcast journalism. The irony of me being here. <laughs> really? So that just, I mean, that just goes back to, ep- to episode nine, you know right. what I'm saying? And you've, you feel very fulfilled as being a, mm-hmm. a realtor, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. So I have been a realtor. Um, I'm actually coming up on my four-year anniversary. Right. Congratulations. And prior to being a realtor, I was a marketing director for a residential developer. Mm-hmm. And I also worked for a suburban city here in dallas i won't say the name (laughs) (laughs) and so anybody that knows me knows the city but it was like my worst job ever Mm. but i also learned the most because i had a boss that didn't like me so Mm. because of that i think i'm really good at what i do Mm. because it's really important to cross your t's and dot your i's and to be very detail oriented when you are in real estate because it's a lot of contracts involved so because of my mean boss (laughs) um, i am actually really really i think that's what makes me really really good at what i do amazing so um Tell us like a day in a life of Amber. Like what do you do? <laughs> How do you get your people um, or your your customers, clientele. your clientele? Yeah. Okay. So the cool thing about real estate is there are no two days that are the same. I can have a horrible Monday and the best Tuesday ever. I love it. Um, so there are no two days that are the same. And that was one of the first things that someone told me mm-hmm. when I got in the industry. They were like, the beautiful thing is you may not have any clients this week and the next week you have three. Mm-hmm. So um, and it's it's the truth. So. How I get my clientele is, so I have a broadcast journalism background, Mm -hmm. so I use a lot of video on social media Mm -hmm. to talk. And so I'll sit in front of the camera and I'll have an unedited version of me telling you a step by step of how to buy a house. So I may talk about your option fee or something, Mm -hmm. something that's in the contract. So when you do get to purchasing a house, some things start making sense. Right. So um, I did that. I got my first client by just taking a picture and saying, would you buy a house for me? So that's how I got my first client. And so 
I used to actually be part owner to an online boutique. Okay. And with that, I guess I got a little social media presence mm-hmm. and people learned to trust me because what we would do with our boutique, it was here in Dallas. We would actually hand deliver the clothes to you if you lived in Dallas. Oh. So we would come to your house, let you try it on. And that allowed us to build a rapport right. with you. Yeah. And That's with cool. that rapport, when I got into the real estate industry, um, those were the same people who supported me. So it was it was the people who I built a rapport with and a friendship with who supported me. And I'm sure it's word of mouth from there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even if they don't purchase and I do apartment rentals, too, Mm -hmm. but even if they don't purchase or rent through me, Mm -hmm. they're the first ones to say, hey, I know a really great realtor and they've never used me. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) but the goal is to fulfill Mm -hmm. the expectation that was set for me. Nice. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Cause social media nowadays, you can, that's why I get a lot of clients from too. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a good platform for businesses, especially Instagram Mm -hmm. with all the hashtags and stuff like that. I hashtag it down. I'm going to make a sick (laughs) hashtag. I suck at the hashtag game. Really? Really? Like, I'll have to go back and be like, oh, thank you. Then hashtag that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I have to do that too, and then I go back and say too many hashtags. Yeah, yeah. And then you just delete them yeah. and bring it back. Like, uh-uh. This one I really don't need. Exactly. Okay. I said black love like three times. <laughs> like, take that out. Those hashtags work. You like, how do. do you get on here? They do. Yeah, that True. does. So you just said something about like going through steps of buying a house, right? Mm-hmm. So can you tell our real deal, no chill listeners, you know, just the steps of buying a house? Well, the most important phase of purchasing a house is getting approved on a loan. I was just joking on the phone on my way here um, with my best friend and I was saying, hey, the next post I'm going to post because I just came from a closing. Mm -hmm. So um, congratulations. Thank you. So (laughs) I said the next post I'm going to post, I'm going to say, hey, getting a buying a house. You know, we always say congratulations on being a homeowner, but we're congratulating them for qualifying for a loan. Mm -hmm. And so it's a privilege to even qualify for that loan because not everybody can uh, qualify for a loan. And if we're honest, black and brown people couldn't even apply for those loans. So the first and most important step is applying for that loan, Um, knowing what your credit looks like, Mm -hmm. because as a culture, we don't like to actually discuss or even look at our bank account and see what our balance is. We'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, I hope my card mm-hmm. go through. Right. <laughs> That's true. So uh, let just me transfer some money before I slide this card. Uh, girl, I look at mine. I'm like, oh, let me see. <laughs> I will not be embarrassed. <laughs> so being financially aware and like just knowing what your balance is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a financial advisor say it's very wise to check your bank account multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, so just knowing what your current balance is and then completely understanding what your credit score is. Mm-hmm. So you may look at Credit Karma and it tells you one thing, mm-hmm. but Credit Karma is not accurate in the way that you would want it to be. Accurate. OK, um, you may look at your Capital One credit card because majority of people have Capital One. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we'll look at that credit wise and we'll say, well, oh, that's the same as Credit Karma. Well, that's not the same score that the mortgage person exactly. looks at. Mm-hmm. So when they pull your um score, they'll get a different score and it may be close to it mm-hmm. or it may be completely off from it. And mm-hmm. so 
the most important thing is just being financially ready. Okay. Right. Um, and so when you apply for the loan, then after you're approved, that's when I get involved. However, I like to be involved before mm-hmm. because I can find you a lender that matches your personality. Every mm. lender doesn't match Ooh. your personality. Right. I like that. And the yeah. person that's dealing with your finances, it's really, really important that you like the person that's digging in your bank mm. account. Because right. they going to dig. They're they're gonna dig. Gonna <laughs> dig. Yes. Yeah. What was the question I was about to ask? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was something about I don't know. So after Dang, I guess it's gonna come after this it's question. Gonna it's mm-hmm. gonna come back. Just tap me and be like pause because my co- my <laughs> my question, question came back. <laughs> <laughs> so after they get approved with their lender, um, where 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 do they go from there? I know you hop in. What what goes? We start there? shopping. So okay. shopping is the fun part. For me, anyway, some people it gets stressful and it's usually stressful for the person who likes a house that they can't afford. Mm, so, yeah. um, so and I'll they go shopping with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go shopping with you. And then if we run into something like that. I'll honestly like sit down. I call them my come to Jesus meetings with you (laughs) and I'll say, hey, this may be your investment property. And sometimes you can afford more, but mentally you just don't want to spend more. Right. And so it's, hey, you can afford more. Do you want to spend a little more or do we want to just buy what you you want to spend? Mm -hmm. And I'll give you a space, whether it's a week or so. Mm-hmm. to actually think about it if it's just you purchasing then you talk to the people that matter most to you you call your mom you call right. your best friend you call whoever really matters because right. even though I build a rapport and a friendship with you because it's a sincere like I sincerely care when you're purchasing um, even though I built that with you at the end of the day I'm not the friend that you shared that dream with at right. the beginning Right. so you're going to call whomever it is that you started that initial conversation with right. and they're going to be honest with you like hey well you I mean this is what you said mm-hmm. or you can afford it whatever that conversation really is Right. right. but I'm real big on not maxing out your dollar yeah. because life happens um, yes. you might decide I've had a client who had a career change and her dream job required her to have a pay cut And Mm. so it's important that you don't necessarily max out your dollar. Right. That makes perfect sense. I agree. I'm cheap. (laughs) (laughs) And I I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like if you came to me and said, hey, um, I want a three bedroom house, three bedroom, two bath. And I want to pay eleven hundred dollars a month. I'd be like, oh, girl, where we going to find that? <laughs> right. Tell me. Cause I'm That's probably going to be me like, huh? You still nobody have that? <laughs> so, I mean, but in all honesty, like it exists. It's just, hey, do you want to live in that neighborhood? Mm-hmm. So those will be those conversations that we have. Um, I'm really big on I'm from Dallas and I'm from Oak Cliff. So I may be comfortable in certain parts of Oak Cliff. However, if you're not from here and you're a single woman and you're looking in Oak Cliff, I may look at you and be like, hey, so 
on that corner right there where that Seven Eleven is, it's a lot of you know crackheads and prostitutes. Right. And if you're comfortable with that, if that's you right. from Detroit or something like that, you may be okay. used to it. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you're not, then hey, we might need to revisit this conversation. Right. Right. That makes sense. Exactly. But that's good that they they can. That means they can trust you. Yeah. In, you know, because I I personally wouldn't be comfortable with that. Yeah. I yeah. grew up in the suburbs, so you'll know like hey you won't move over there yeah yeah I mean, that will make me I, yeah. trust you and be mm-hmm. more comfortable with you and be right. make the buying process easier yeah mm-hmm. so when it comes to housing okay how big of a difference does your credit score make like as far as like the down payment or put down 10 mm-hmm. 15 20 like so the credit score actually impacts your interest rate majority of it. oh so mm-hmm. not um, even the down payment Kind of. It depends on the type of loan you get. So you can have a 580 and you technically only qualify for an FHA loan. Mm -hmm. But you can have a 640 and your lender's still going to push you to get an FHA loan. It's smarter to get an FHA loan because your PMI, which we'll talk about, Mm -hmm. will be um, a little higher If you were to get a conventional loan with a 640, it's only wise to get a conventional loan if your score is in the 700s. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, with the FHA loan, your down payment is a three, three and a half percent. Mm -hmm. And with a conventional loan, it's either three percent or five percent. And that varies on your debt to income ratio and your credit score. So your debt to income plays a larger impact than the credit score. Of course, your credit score qualifies Mm -hmm. you, but you can have a 770 and your debt to income is ridiculous and you don't even qualify for the home. Wow. That that happened to somebody I know. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was I was like, "Oh, wow." Yeah, cuz what happens is somebody like that they probably co-sign for friends' cars and stuff like that mm-hmm. or have too many credit cards. Um it could be personal loans, student loans. Student loans. Um there's a way to trick the system with student loans. Thank you, Jesus. Cuz that's my big <laughs> Let me tell you something. Student loans. I'll be looking like Oh, my card loan is not even that much. Like right. when I look at student loans, I'm like, okay, I got a good credit score, but how is this really going to impact me when I go and try to get a loan for a house? Yeah. So our generation is the generation of student loans. And so when yeah. I send people to lenders and the lenders, I always say, hey, they have a lot of student loans. I'll be like, well, you should see mine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's just in all honesty. Um, so I always try to stay alert to all of the ways that a person can get around their student loans. Mm-hmm. Um of course, they have to be included in the process. They completely have to be included. Yeah. However, there's a way like if you set up a payment plan, you can't set up a payment plan for zero dollars. Right. Um, and I would just recommend like, hey, let's sit down and talk about it because I don't want to publicly say it. Right. So, th- but there's a way to get around. We'll talk it. off the air. <laughs> Girl, I get around mine. Right. <laughs> I know the trick. Right. Exactly. But I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, something very interesting that you said earlier. I want to bring it back to that because you said FHA is a three point five percent, and then you said conventional was a percentage as well, but it wasn't twenty. 
And from what I've learned um, back, you know, just thinking about loans and thinking about what when you're looking to get a house, 20 percent down Mm -hmm. when what I need to know. So 20 percent down is for investors. Okay. So if you own a home and then you're trying to buy another house to rent out, flip, whatever, mm-hmm. then that's 20% down. That's when you need 20% down. Other than that, if it's the house you are about to live in, mm-hmm. it's 3 to 5%. Um, and I say that's your down payment, and I don't want to ignore the fact that there's still a closing cost. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's similar to when you purchase a car. There's tax title and license involved. Mm-hmm. However, the title company wants their money up front opposed to it being in the loan, like when you purchase a car. Right. So um, you pay that up front. And that's anywhere from two to five percent of whatever the purchase price of the house. Mm-hmm. And that number varies on the purchase price. So if the price is like two hundred and below, mm-hmm. then it's probably closer to three to four percent or five percent of the purchase of the house. Okay. Because there are set fees, like your title fee may be fourteen eighty five. So if your house is a hundred and fifty thousand, it's still fourteen eighty five. Right. Opposed to if the house is um Three hundred thousand. It's still fourteen eighty five. Oh, so okay. the percentage. There are certain fees that are actually just set, and then there are okay. some fees that are associated with the price of the home. Okay. So educate them because I, I, you know, I know a lot of people that are minority. Mm-hmm. Um, they they aren't really educated on buying properties mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I actually went to one of um Amber's um seminars and. When we were thinking about buying a house, we're like, oh, we're, we're nowhere near close, man. We <laughs> we want a, you know, $240,000 house or a $250,000 house. We need to get 20% of that. So at first I was very skeptical about going because I'm like, yo, we not even know where when we, we you know, 20% of 240,000. Just think she, about how much you're supposed to have in your account. The day before yeah. the event, yeah. <laughs> she literally signed up that yes, night before. I did. Yeah. And I had been reviewing it and looking at it for weeks. Right. But I was like, you know, I don't know because like, you know, I know we're supposed to be at 20% and PMI, you know, and that's, we're, we're going to get into I'm like people make it seem like it's just a horrible mm-hmm. thing and you shouldn't do it so I'm like mm, maybe we shouldn't go because we're not really ready to know that you know 3.5 percent you can get into a house um it's 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 I think it enlightens us mm-hmm. and it makes the goal of being a homeowner a more little realistic, bit more right. realistic yeah yeah so like what you mentioned PMI so like if you put 20 percent down you don't have PMI right mm-hmm. um if you're putting 20% down, you better get a conventional loan because you got monies, okay? Right. right. <laughs> the money. So get a conventional loan. However, if you are putting, if you're getting an FHA loan mm-hmm. or a conventional loan, a PMI is going to be associated with the loan. So for our listeners um, that are not in mortgage. Can Private you? mortgage oh, insurance. Yeah. So it's like your car insurance. Yeah. You probably will never use it. However, um, the government shut down uh, this past year or this year, last year over to this year. And for those people that work for the government that are homeowners, they got to take advantage of PMI. Mm. Um, so when you aren't working or you are unable to pay your mortgage, you have an insurance policy mm-hmm. on your mortgage that protects you. So those people that work for the government that lived in apartments, 
um, they probably got kicked out. I had a client who actually mm-hmm. got kicked out of her apartment. Wow. Um, and I had another client who had just purchased a home and was able to utilize her PMI within the first three months of owning that home. Wow. So it it has its positives. Advantages. Of course, you have to pay for it. Right. And we never right. want to pay for something. But right. um, especially something that we probably won't ever use. Right. However, it does have its benefits. You get laid off. Right. Um, you can utilize your PMI. So the private mortgage insurance, is that something that has to stay on your loan forever? Um, so if you have an FHA loan, mm-hmm. if you were to put 10% down, it's discounted. And I don't really know the details of it, but it's dramatically discounted. Mm-hmm. But if you have an FHA loan, your private mortgage insurance is somewhere below $200. Okay. So if you have um, a conventional loan, if you have a 660, this is why I say don't get a conventional loan. Mm-hmm. Your private mortgage insurance may be around $300. Oh, wow. However, if you have a 700 and something credit score and higher, um, it may be 125 Right. So mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. credit scores Something. play an advantage mm-hmm. um, as far as the insurance. It's kind of like with car insurance. How many car accidents have you had? Right. So right. it's the same thing. It's how good is your credit score? How good are you at paying your mortgage? Because, hey, we might have to help if you're not good at paying your bills on time. Right. right. That makes a yeah. lot of sense. So with. OK, so what do you prefer? working with or what do you like mostly tell your clients? I don't have a preference but I mean if I'm honest um, FHA looks out for the buyer okay um, mm-hmm. and we're taught a lot hey go conventional do everything conventional mm-hmm. whatever whatever and of course because conventional is the higher interest rate I have a client whose friend is an underwriter and his friend told him yeah you want a conventional loan the conventional loan looks out for the seller so um, if if you go FHA and we're under contract and we order appraisal, it's your it's the buyer's responsibility to pay for the appraisal. Mm-hmm. So if you go FHA and the house is listed at I'm, I'm going to give you all a real life scenario. We just closed on this last week. Um, Jesus, the house is coming like it's summertime. It's summertime. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the house is listed at two forty. Um, I had a little plug with the listing agent, and we closed at two forty five. Mm-hmm. When are we offered two forty five? She told me her highest offer, and we matched it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we went in at two forty five. But she had it listed at 240. Okay. So there's this wonderful person called the appraiser that you pay about 500 bucks or so to go look at the house and say how much it's really worth. Mm -hmm. And so they'll compare the houses in the neighborhood to that house Mm -hmm. and they'll say, well, this is how much the house is worth. Well, that guy came back and said the house was worth 225, not even close to to what she had it listed at. Mm -hmm. And. I mean, no slug at any realtor on how, you know, we make mistakes. We're human. Um, But and I mean, that appraisal saves my client for the for six months. That appraisal is attached to that house. So let's say the sellers didn't want to sell it to us. There's two things that that seller has to do now. They have to disclose that specific appraisal Mm -hmm. to any future buyers. And 
no buyer can buy an FHA buyer can buy that house. So now you can only sell it to conventional buyers because you only want to take more than what it's appraised mm-hmm. for. Oh. So then my negotiation tactic is how many buyers you got buying at 225 in this neighborhood that are buying conventional. True. So now I'm showing her nobody, no conventional buyers are coming in over 200 in this area Mm -hmm. because typically conventional buyers are your investors. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, that was my negotiation tactic with her. Mm -hmm. Um, So my client got her house at 225. Ooh, congratulations. They didn't want to bend. They didn't want to fold. I think it took us a week and a half um, to come to an agreement. We did a rebuttal, which is a dispute to the appraisal. Mm -hmm. And in the interim, what I told my client is, hey, we're going to give them four days, the appraiser four days to reply to this. And then we're going to go look at some houses so we can have a backup plan on what you know you want something similar to this let's go find it because it's out there and so I mean we did have a backup plan I had a listing agent on hold like hey we may put in an offer on this so we negotiated some numbers and I had them waiting just in case dang so mm. that's good. So yeah, look but, at you but, out there working. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do you buy? Do you help your uh, clients buy, or do you also sell people's homes? I people? sell too. Okay. okay. So I have a few listings. I actually just <laughs> put one under contract uh, last night. Okay. okay. So yeah, so I have a few listings. Um, I just closed on one a few weeks ago in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. I have one under contract in Forney. I have another one in Carrollton right now. All yeah. right now. <laughs> I have you. a question about do you prefer to like help buy or do you prefer to help sell? Um so selling is a lot easier. Okay. okay. It's a lot of it's a lot less legwork involved okay. in selling yeah. a house. But I my car prefers that I sell. <laughs> but I actually enjoy the relationships that I build with yeah. my clients. Yeah. It's just with selling i probably have no limits on how many people i can help Mm -hmm. and with buying you reach a capacity um so i'm actually in the process of my sister's getting her real estate license Mm -hmm. and so we're getting ready to start building a team speaking of teams do you have um like (laughs) i I mean i already know where she's going (laughs) i I really just want you to talk about your team because they they are the dream squad (laughs) so i work really closely with um two lenders and so the lenders i have handpicked out and i have a few other lenders i work with based Mm -hmm. on people's personalities but these are my primary lenders. And so I picked two lenders. One I use to specialize in down payment assistance. Okay. Um, she can do more, but I just use her for my down payment assistance clients. Mm-hmm. The other lender that I use, <laughs> he's a hot mess. Um, he's really, <laughs> he's really funny. good. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I love about him is He works for a brokerage. So what that allows him to do, it's kind of like with insurance companies. If you go to one of these signs that say we sell insurance Mm -hmm. and you see you go in and you tell them what you want, they'll find the best insurance company for you. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what he does with investors are the loans that you get. Mm -hmm. He'll find the best company for you to work. They sell it to you wholesale Mm -hmm. and or they'll give you your loan wholesale 
So your upfront costs are less than if you worked with a larger company. Okay. Um, so I like that because I want to save you your pennies. Um, right. right. Whether it's five hundred dollars that I'm saving you or three thousand, when it, and it's usually closer to the three thousand dollar range Ooh. that we save. We like money. Yeah, mm-hmm. we get to save money that can buy you a refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> it can buy you something for your new house, new grown up toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but. So my team, we do that. Mm-hmm. Then I have a title company that I flip most of my buyers to. Mm-hmm. So when black I write owned. my offers, yes, black owned. Um, yes. It's, it's a black woman. She who a owns beast it too. Yes. Wow. Let me tell you, I met her. I was like, oh, girl, hold on, who you are, Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, I flip. I like in June, I had. Seven closings in June. Mm-hmm. She got five. Mm. Um, so I have five deals so far this month. She has no. I have six deals so far this month, and she has five. Okay. Um, so I will send her all of my business. Um, one, I get preferential treatment, which means my clients get preferential treatment. Right. Yes. Um, but she's really, really good, mm-hmm. and it helps us stay on topic yeah um i actually didn't bring i use a transaction coordinator for my behind the scenes paperwork and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because since i'm driving so much if i get a phone call from somebody i'll just call the transaction coordinator and they do stuff on the back end Mm. um but i'm trying to think i also have my preferred insurance company that i use Mm -hmm. and so the insurance company is just like I said, if you, they sell insurance, they also get it wholesale. So they can get insurance from um, Progressive mm-hmm. at not the Progressive price oh, because good. you don't have to pay the overhead cost oh, for Progressive mm-hmm. or for Allstate or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then I also use um, a specific home warranty company. She got a whole team, y'all. I yeah, told y'all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I like using the home warranty, this specific company, is one, I mean, all home warranty companies are pretty similar. Um, it's $75 if your refrigerator goes out, they'll come out and fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, if your AC goes out, it's $75 per visit. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's the same thing, you don't have to pay the $75. Right. But I've had a client when I first got my license who I didn't know anybody. And his AC messed up and they were like, yeah, we're not fixing it. Like, that's not our responsibility. And so when you have a connect. Right. <laughs> we like connect. <laughs> She's a plug. Yeah. The when plug. you have a connect, then, hey, I need you to call your higher ups because they need to take care of my client. Mm-hmm. So that's more so why I send everybody to him because when I'm taking care of him, he going to take care of me. Right. Sure. like it. We mm-hmm. like that. That's great. Awesome. So we talked about your team. We talked about um, private mortgage insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did hear you say down payment assistance. Can we go more into that? Yes. So um, there are a few programs. Um, Down payment assistance. One thing that you have to keep in mind is you can't make over a certain threshold. Mm -hmm. And I say that, but that's not like a low number. Um, Mm -hmm. We live in Dallas. So the you can't go over eighty eight thousand in oh, Dallas. Okay. Oh, I qualify. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not a low number at yeah. all. 
Um, your credit score has to be a 620. Mm-hmm. I qualify. Yeah. And then, <laughs> okay, keep going. The Cause only, it's on me. Right? <laughs> the only catch is <laughs> the only catch is that. Um, so when you get approved for a loan, and I sat down with Brittany and we did the, these mm-hmm. numbers, and I can't necessarily do the calculations on the mic with y'all, but yeah. they do. Um, they approve you. Your approval is based on a certain amount of your income. Mm-hmm. So with an FHA loan, it depends on who the lender is, but it's about 52, 53% of your income. Mm-hmm. With um, a down payment assistance program, it's 45% of your income. So when I say that, it sounds like, oh, that's just 10%. That 10% add up, y'all. Right. <laughs> so it it makes a huge difference on what you qualify for. Right. Um, so what it is is, and I can try to explain it, however much you make a year, you subtract that, you subtract depending on what we're going to do. So you, if we were doing FHA, you subtract 45% mm-hmm. and you divide that by 12 or let's say 47%. You divide that by 12 and then you see that big number. You start subtracting bills, bills mm-hmm. that will follow you to the new home. So you don't subtract your rent or your cable bill and stuff like that. You actually subtract um, the minimum payment on your credit cards, your car note, um, not your car insurance, because for some weird reason, they don't care about that. They don't care about your cell phone bill, Mm -hmm. but you subtract your student loans. Mm -hmm. So if we were to use your big number on your student loans um, because you don't have a payment plan, it's one percent of whatever that big number is. That's your monthly payment. So if your student loans are like $70,000 like mine, um, (laughs) then that's $700 a month. Jesus. But if you have student loans that are $1,000 a month, then that's $12 a month. So just something to keep in mind. But then if you get a certain type of loan um, and there is a way that we can trick it, if you do have an income-based payment plan, and that income-based payment plan looks like something that could be paid off within a certain time frame, then that's what they'll deduct instead okay. of the big number. And so that's what I always try to lean towards, that number. Awesome. 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 So anything or any advice for um, first-time homeowners? Um, so we talked about this before the bikes came on. Mm-hmm. So I would say beware of credit repair. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Credit repair is a trick. And I had a client who was actually under contract for 60 days because of credit repair. And so she showed up and was like, yeah, I got a 770. And <laughs> So what happens is initially you're approved and then we go to the underwriter and the underwriter's like, hey, what's this dispute right here? We need that removed. You remove disputes, your scores go down. So credit repair is wonderful if you're trying to get a new car. You try and get some credit cards, go and get that credit repair. (laughs) But if you're trying to buy a house, they go into your business in a different way than anybody else. So I would just say, um, just beware before you even start a whole credit repair process. If Mm -hmm. you just are gun ho on going to credit repair. Talk to a realtor. Let mm-hmm. that realtor put you right. in touch with a lender mm-hmm. because there's a trick that lenders can do. And once they pull your credit, 
they can tell you, you know how like when you get on credit card and say, oh, pay your cards down to $2,000. Mm-hmm. They can tell you specifically which cards to pay down. Right. Okay. They don't give you a big number. They'll tell you specifically, hey, that card that has $170 balance, get it down to $11. Mm-hmm. So don't pay it down to zero. Right. Get it oh. down to 11 exactly how they're telling you. I have a client whose score went up, and it's that the scenario I just gave you. His score went up 27 points by From paying it down to $11. $11. Wow. And so, and it's, yeah. it's just, there's a trick. There's an algorithm in credit. Mm-hmm. And so putting disputes on it, you playing with the algorithm and mm-hmm. you blocking something. But sometimes it's just better to talk to the lender. Right. Because if you do it and you don't have to wait the whole 30 days of paying it down, you just show them where you paid it down. You give them um, the proof of it coming out of your account Mm -hmm. and the proof of your payment and the new balance. Mm -hmm. And they send it straight to the credit bureaus. Mm -hmm. And the credit bureaus are updated in one week. Oh, Oh, wow. So that's, that's a trick to where... Hey, you paying somebody $150 a month. You've been working with them for 12 months. Mm-hmm. Dang, you could pay it off your credit card by now. Right. Exactly. Just pay it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So next. next. But anything else that you would um, tell a first time home buyer or. Come to my home buyer event. Mm, um, I know that's right. <laughs> there we go. I have one coming up next month. It's the end of next month. So y'all have a lot of time to uh you know, I gave y'all notice. Well, I don't know. When does this air before I say that? So um, we, we're going to cut this out. But what day? So it's in it August. Be, it, yeah. Okay. So hold on. Two weeks, right? Because we got one. Ten. No, it's going to be the, the, the 29th. Wait, Wednesday. Oh, the 28th. 28th. It'll oh, air the 28th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Exactly one month from today, I will have a home buyer seminar. So September twenty eighth in Plano, I'll have a home buyer seminar, and I serve food because you missing brunch, mm-hmm. so you you missing hanging with your friends and stuff. So um, the one you came to, we didn't have liquor because I was on somebody else's property, <laughs> but we will have um, mimosas. And we'll actually have liquor present so you can feel like you're at brunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like me and my team are fun okay. and we're lively. So it's almost like being at brunch with your friends and y'all it just is. talking about money right. and um, owning homes. Because those are the type of conversations we True. need to be having Absolutely. with our friends anyways. Yes. So you don't have to come solo. You and your best friend can set a goal mm-hmm. to purchase a home and just come and we can talk about it. Um, and something I do afterwards is I'll have like a questionnaire. You can ask. It's very interactive. Right. You can interrupt us as we're presenting. You can ask questions. We definitely and did. Then, <laughs> and then after I talk to you, but even better than that, I set up a one-on-one consultation with you. Right. And then we put a goal together on Hey, when are you trying to buy? What do we need to do? If your credit isn't up to par, it's cool. Let's mm-hmm. see what we can do together. I get in yeah. your business. I'm your best friend now. So I get to learn mm-hmm. all about your stuff. And I probably know I'll learn more about you than the closest people to you will know. Yeah. But you don't have to worry. It doesn't get repeated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I'm like a lawyer. I got to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. So, um, I get to help you with whatever it is that you're trying to buy. 
and you'll learn a little bit about me too because I'm I'm very transparent. I'll tell you things about me, so you yeah. don't feel bad about your situation. Yeah. Right. So will this be okay for somebody who who doesn't know if they want to buy a house? They just want to come learn more about yeah. in the future, maybe in a year yeah. or two. Yeah, I had a house. girl present okay. who um, wants to buy a year from now, and okay. so we have a one year plan. And her credit is wonderful, right? And she's in a good position, but she has a lease. Yeah, and so. I'm going to tell y'all a secret. So <laughs> my title girl, she can get you out your lease. <laughs> we like to hear that. <laughs> so, yeah, she could get you out your lease if we need to. Because um, she's an attorney, too. Yeah, she's an attorney. <laughs> she's so. <laughs> yes, we've we've gotten a few people out of leases because they just wanted a, a house. They they may have been pregnant and mm-hmm. they just they wanted a house. So yeah. we mm-hmm. we type up some professional legal looking letters and. She's at no cost because we're flipping the deal anyways mm-hmm, for her right. to work. So she just comes with your regular title fees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that, you know, um, we, the, the ladies of Real Deal No Chair, we're going to we're going to try our best. I'm more than likely going to come. This one here is very busy, but we're going to try to <laughs> get her out there and we will all try to attend this seminar. We'll be gone. <gasps> that's my bachelorette trip I just oh, thought about that September the 28th yeah we'll be going oh I'm sorry <laughs> where are you going Cabo oh that's mm-hmm. not so good mm-hmm. so I have we another one okay. yeah. I, have another, I have an event oh yes September 21st we'll figure it out yeah we'll come to the next one then. yes when is the next one <laughs> mm-hmm. I haven't set a date we will be um, there but it'll most likely be in November don't be on my wedding which is November 16th November but We'll see because because <laughs> no, that time frame is kind of funky. Like I want to set like Christmas goals with people. Oh. Yeah, for twenty twenty, make your vision very clear next year. Yeah, buy a house, whatever. Yeah, but I also know it's a high volume travel time. Mm-hmm. Frame. Yeah, it is. And so mm-hmm. I'm saying November. Um, it may be the first week in December. Yeah. Um, I have a few trips and birthday trips coming up around mm-hmm. that time. So I actually have to sit down and look at okay. my calendar. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as it's not November 16th, <laughs> we're good to go. You know, yes. we're, we're really good to go. <laughs> I, got I got you. Y'all oh, wedding yeah. is actually already on my calendar. Awesome. And then I need to get your information for the bridal shower as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we became best friends at Starbucks. <laughs> No, we became best friends at a Life. She just didn't know it. <laughs> we really did. She is so personable. It is ridiculous. We, we sat there and talked for like two hours we really did. after. I came back. The conference room was all cleaned. I was like, oh, I should do that. Every <laughs> <laughs> like, I was telling Chris, I was like, yeah, I was like snooping on her page for like two weeks. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I approached her. It's so funny. I said, ah. Oh, your name is like Brittany, right? And she was like, yeah. I said, yeah, I was lurking your page the other day. So y'all looking on each other's page. <laughs> she had followed me. And uh, so yeah. I typically, I probably don't follow everybody back, but I may lurk your page. And right. so you follow me, I'm going to lurk your page. I might even like a picture in the process. Mm-hmm. But what happens is my phone rings in the process of lurking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then the follow doesn't come and I forget that I was even on your page. <laughs> what is your page? Yes. My page is Dorsey, D O R S E Y, Mm -hmm. underscore sales, S E L L S, underscore DFW. So Dallas Fort Worth. 
So um, since you came out, and we're so excited that you came out because mm-hmm. you know this this in, this information that you're giving um, our our listeners needs to be educated on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be our spotlight deal. Oh yes. Yeah. So tell us more about. So tell us more about your business. Um, well, tell us where everybody can find you. Can find you um, and your preferred way to be reached. Um. I don't really have a preference. I guess you could um, text me or call me. Um, my Best friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> text or call me. We can, I, if you a couple, we set up group chats. We will have conversations. Oh, okay. Um, so if your boyfriend and girlfriend engaged, married, we set up group chats. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want your mama involved in your home buying process, I will include her in the group chat. Yes. Cause it helps alleviate a lot of the pressure. Yeah, right. Um, sure. you having to repeat things to your mama. Now, when it comes to personal finances and stuff, I might have private conversations with you mm-hmm. aside right. from mommy. Right. But, um, my phone number is 214. I'm laughing because I got a crazy text message from a random. I seen that on your social media. <laughs> oh my wow. god, it was so. But weird. it's not the first time. This is like regular. It's so oh, weird. Yeah, I, I was. He was like, he's the man of my dreams, and I was <laughs> like, if I didn't give you my phone number or I've never met you, you weird. This is mm-hmm. weird and creepy <laughs> right. as f. Like exactly. no. <laughs> oh. So no, but my phone number is two one four. Nine eight zero five six three zero, and you can call or text me. Um, I typically answer all the time. Yeah. Um, if I don't, I'll reach back out to you within a reasonable amount of time, probably within an hour or so. Business purposes only. Yes. <laughs> True. Don't yes. be trying to creep Say that loud right. for the people in the bag. <laughs> block them. Block. The, she said. no house. Right. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, but you said you become our best Not friend. business, uh, boo. <laughs> talking about making some money. Exactly. <laughs> I'm your best friend when it comes to you making me that yeah. money. Yeah. I know you don't really feel that way, but still. Trying to buy a house or not. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, anything that you would like the listeners to know that they don't already know about you? Um, ew, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think about that one. <laughs> um, I would just say I really love what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very passionate about what I do, and I care more about my client than they probably would know. I am a therapist. I am your best friend. I'm your babysitter. Um, as long as long as the mommy and daddy are present. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I just, I really, I really, really care about what I do. So I'll go to fight for you and you won't even know that I fought for you. Mm. Um, so I'll get into it with lenders. And so me and my business partners have bumped heads. Mm-hmm. But... We bump heads because we both care. Mm-hmm. And so we'll bump heads because we want the best for you. Right. And so we'll bump heads and you'll never know it. Right. And so Keep professional. I'll right. do that. I'll go off on the other agent too for you. And you'll never <laughs> know. And I'll or if you do know, I'll go off and then I'll be like, So anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a Gemini, so I know how to be crazy and polite at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Too funny. 
Well, I th- I would say that the listeners of Real Deal No Chill yeah. and the ladies of Real Deal No Chill actually um, really enjoyed you coming on to yeah. the show. Um, I think we should probably possibly get something like this a quarter, yeah. just so you know you can put any new things that's going mm-hmm. on in the industry. Yeah. Um, I heard that. Um, interest rates are ex- at extreme low they right are now. Super low, right? Yeah. Now. So buying a house. So if you want to buy a house, just hit me up right now. We can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Get the ball rolling. Yes. Yes. Let's just do it right now. People are refining like a rapper. Right. It was the mic in my face. Yeah. <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening to real deal no chill um also thank you amber for coming in yes, today yes, thank so you and thank again of course of course um also guys um don't forget to forget to go on to our um all of our networks which is google play stitcher and um apple podcast leave comments subscribe and um don't forget to also tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to real, real deal, deal no chill, chill. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye.